Blog Talk Radio.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Jones Matthew. I'm, of course, Wayne Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Not much, man. Congratulations on uh, the win against the the Jets today, Mac Jones. (laughs) (laughs) You mean the loss against the... You the beat the against the Patriots. You mean. That's what I'm saying. You're Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, the loss against the Patriots. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got the victory. Oh yeah, that's Mac right. Jones. That's right. I'm thinking Mac Jones plays on the Jets for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forgetting. There's some background. I hear myself on the background. Some background of feedback. I guess maybe we're hearing fat. You know, uh, feedback in the background because you know everybody's. Uh, Waiting to hear what you have to say in a few seconds. You know, again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much for uh, checking out the show. This is a special Sunday night edition of the show. Um, you know, on today's show, you know, we'll we'll uh, give our final thoughts about the Yankees season. You know, losing getting swept by the Astros last week. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, the Phillies and the Astros being tied one-one as we speak in this playoff series. Talk about the Knicks losing to Donovan Mitchell and the Cavaliers. Um, preview the uh, the um, the Crown Jewel pay per view event coming up next week. MJF getting attacked by the firm in AEW, and um, you know what else is going on in the world of sports? Of course, we're going to talk about you know uh, you know tough losses by both the Jets and Giants today, and uh, you know. What we do on sports entertainment, talk sports entertainment, everything else. But most importantly, we'd love to hear from you. So if you want to talk about any of these topics and more, hey, this is the open forum where you could uh, voice your opinions. And, of course, if you want to do that, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. But with that said, um, you know, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the Yankees. Um, You know, um, the Yankees, um, you know, they lost last week. You know, they got swept uh, by um, their longtime rival, the Houston Astros. Um, And, you know, a lot of questions are being posed. Uh, Yes, the, um, the ownership gave Aaron Boone, you know, the confidence that he sh- he'll be back uh, despite uh, Mariano Rivera saying if he was the owner of the team, Aaron Boone would have been fired, which I agree with personally. Um, but, you know, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you that question. Do you think Aaron Boone should, should be brought back? And, um, you know, what's your whole state of the team? Well, let me first congratulate the Astros for uh, beating us again in the ALCS. Third year out of the last, what, six seasons, they've knocked us out of the ALCS. And they they have something against us. Some teams just have that it factor mm-hmm. against other teams. You know, where they're able to beat them whenever they see them. And Astros have that against us. You know, it's it's kind of like what you were saying last week when we talked. Um, the Bulls' dominance over the Knicks during the 90s, 
you know, or and the Pistons before Pistons versus or the Bulls Pistons before that. Over Bulls or uh, I, I mean, let me find some other um, um, Liberty. The co- use of comments dominating Liberty in the WNBA finals, you know, every mm-hmm. year. Back in the WMA days when I used to watch WMA. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, no, the Astros, they just have something against us we, where we can't beat them. And, you know, I don't know if it's just a mental thing with the Yankees, but they seem to can't get over that hump. And, you know, you saw in this series, we were completely outmatched and almost humiliated. I know in game two, um, there was a, some talk that if Aaron Judge's home run had gone out, that would have that would have changed the outcome of the series. But I think even if we had won that game two, I would still see us losing four to one to the Astros, regardless, because Astros are that good. You know, they have the pitching, they have the defense, they have uh, that, their hitters are more aggressive. They're not looking for home runs every time. They have a great bullpen. You know, they have it all and. We were clearly at match in this series, and they were the better team. So you gotta give you gotta give the Astros props, and they are our daddies. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. So you gotta you gotta admit it. Uh, another thing that that um, oh yeah, by the way, the Yankees. Did you know that the Yankees made history? They were the first team in Major League history to be uh, to lose five consecutive ALCS series. Really? Wow. Yeah. When was the last when was the last time we uh won an ALCS series? Nine two thousand and nine when you won the World Series against the Phillies. Five consecutive? Yeah. I I thought let me see. I don't I don't I don't think we've been to that many ALC ALCS series since then, have we? Yeah. Let's let's see. Two thousand ten. Um or maybe you're right, two thousand ten, two thousand twelve. Uh last year of course. Mm-hmm. Two thousand 20 and 27. Yeah, you're right. Damn. I didn't even think of that. Wow. Wow. We're like the Braves <laughs> of the nineties. Except for 95. Actually, you know what? When I think of the Houston Astros, they are like the Braves of the nineties. Great team, but look at them. Like they go to the world series almost every year and they've only won it once. If they can't beat the Phillies this year, Mm-hmm. I mean, they they go to the World Series for nothing, pretty much. Oh yeah, uh, being the yeah. Yankees are like their World Series. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely talk about them in a, uh, very shortly for sure. Yeah, but um, um, as far as the Yankees, going back to them, what we have to do in this off season, um, yeah, I mean, Aaron Boone might have to go, although it doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. It seems like the Yankees still have faith in him that he can do do the job, but. He hasn't gotten it done against the Astros twice, you know, twice now. So if I were management, I would definitely look somewhere else, but I don't think that's going to happen. So right now we just have to focus on re-signing Aaron Judge. That's going to be the big uh, the big move during this offseason. Because if we don't, you got to have the teams like the Dodgers, the Mets, and some of these other big market teams trying to sign them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you make a very good point. Another question I um I was thinking about that um I had to ask you. Let me see if I can remember it. Um, let me see. It's just not my top of my head. Um, 
man, I'm speechless. I forgot what I was going to say. Give me one, give me a couple of seconds. Um, okay. You're forgetting after that 10 minute intro. Boys and men, I need to take her to. Well, you know, I had to play that last music to, you know, pu- you know, pump you up, you know, the Yankee fight song, you know? <laughs> well, well, what's the pump up? The season's over. <laughs> you know, there's always next year, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let me see. What was I gonna say? I know. I know for sure it was about the the Yankees for sure. Um, I the for for the life of me I can't remember. I had it, lost it, remembered it, and I lost it again. Um. Oh yes, the the um ALCS. How did you feel about them playing the 2000 and the 2022 Yankees axing, uh, you know, the 2004 Red Sox for advice? They had a video. Uh, Aaron Boone used that as an inspiration for them to show them that, hey, if the 2004 um, Red Sox can, you know, overcome a, you know, a 3-0 deficit against the 2004 New York Yankees, there may be the, the 2022 Yankees, this 3-0 deficit against um, the Astros. What what are yeah, your thoughts that's... on them using your own franchise as yeah. inspiration to try to come back from a deficit? That was not smart. That was not a smart thing to do. I mean, I get it. I could understand. I could see why they did it, you know, to motivate these players and show them that, you know, you can't come back from – 3-0, but using that 2004 Yankees team was not a good example because it was your it's your own franchise. Yes, it's one of the exactly. most humiliating things in your in your franchise's yes. history. So they could have picked something else. I mean, there's been some other teams, other sports, and hockey that have covered hockey. Right, you could use an example like that. You know, so I don't know why they did it, but it, it certainly didn't work after after that because we still ended up getting swept, but. Yeah, I think it was not a smart thing to do. And also, whoever leaked it, also, I mean, you know, whoever leaked it is a snitch. Mm-hmm. But, and, and Aaron Boone admitted it, too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Which which was which, not a bright thing to do. Yeah. I mean, one, I wouldn't, if I was him, I wouldn't do it for the obvious reasons you just mentioned. Yeah. And two, I would even admit it. Like, what benefit do you have that you used your own team? A team that he played for the year prior to that, when when he yeah. hit the when he hit that home run that made them, you know, um, two thousand three the year before. Yeah, for them to advance to the to the World Series, you know, obviously in vain against the the Marlins, but it was how are you going to use that bulletin board material on your own franchise? Yeah. Like just for that alone, he he should get the boot. But like, come on, like that that's. That's like straight up taking myself, you know, just just as a baseball fan. That is just that's that's disrespectful to to the legacy of the guys, the guys who he played for. <laughs> when you yeah. think about it, your teammates that you played for the year before that, and you using you using your own franchise's misfortune as bulletin board material. That is just that's what you could have just talked about it. You didn't have to show the video. You didn't have to have people call 
the, the Red Sox? Yeah, that, yeah, that desperate. You're gonna call the des the the Red Sox, Fred Vice? Yeah, like, uh, that is, yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. But Steinbrenner would have never did that. Oh, uh, and I'm no. talking about George Steinbrenner. I'm not talking about um Hal Steinbrenner. Hank, Hank, uh, George Steinbrenner would have never did something like that. Yeah, that George Steinbrenner is rolling around in his grave right now. Just thinking about that. That's straight up disrespectful. All, all serious, all joking aside. Yeah, well, you know, again, it, it certainly didn't help, and you know, right now the the Yankee season is over, and uh, they just have to focus on making some uh, off season moves. I mean, this Aaron Judge move is going to be the biggest move mm-hmm. of this of the off season, maybe the biggest move of our franchise history. Mm-hmm. You got a guy who just broke the American League home run record, coming off a great MVP season. So you got to try to bring him back because he is the face of this Yankees franchise. And, yep. Uh, I can't see. I mean, I can't see the Yankees going into next next season without Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. possible. So they got to resign him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like this is a mu- This is a must must win move for the Yankees. They have. They have to. They have to resign him because, mm-hmm. like you said, he not. He does not only have the 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 AL record for most home runs. He has obviously the Yankee record. I mean, you you cannot have you cannot let that guy just walk away like that. Yeah. For nothing, you know you you have to re- you have to resign him. I mean, if they don't resign him, that's literally the end of the Yankee the Yankees as we know it. You I don't know? think it's the end of the Yankees because Yankees no, no, I mean, be I, able to get the, as, as the we know it. I mean, it's but as Aaron Judge is a big uh, fan fan favorite here, and you know he yeah, is. No, like I'm a, not saying that. One I'm of not saying they're never going players. to the championship. I'm not going yeah. that far. I'm saying, as we know, the Yankees as a big spending team that's willing to do whatever it takes, you know, i.e. the George Steinbrenner era, that they're willing to, you know, sign any player, you know, to win. But if they can't even re-sign their own player who set the, the you know, the, the, the AL record, like, I mean, come on. The Yankees yeah. are, are st- strictly in, like, in a, in a, you know, they're going from within. I wouldn't say rebuilding because, obviously, Yankees are always – trying to win a championship but they're just gonna stick with you know with 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 the um you know with their homegrown guys and not to mention pay pay for players but not like go all out like they usually do yeah i'm sure i'm sure they'll i mean i'm sure they'll get you know obviously they'll get people you know you know yankees and lakers man they'll they'll always it don't matter how bad they are and lord knows the lakers are really bad right now but those guys will always; those two franchises will always attract talent to them. So they'll never, they will never be, you know, bad. Obviously, this Yankee team isn't bad. It's just they can't get over the hump, which is uh, yeah, they couldn't. The offense looked abysmal in this series. You know, mm-hmm. the, the offense they just couldn't. I mean, they they were just. I mean, those first two games they struck out so many times. I think they even might have even set a record for those first two games. I mean, uh, it didn't help that we ha- we didn't have our best contact hitters in DJ LeMahieu mm-hmm. and Ben Attendee, um, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, we had enough offense to score runs, but these guys just couldn't do it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's unfortunate that it had to come, you know, during that series. That's happened in that series against the Astros, but again, the Astros were just a better team, period. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and, and uh, 
I think wasn't it Severino who was who was blaming you know Aaron Judge's home run ball that was caught that should have been you know the exit velocity was bigger. Oh yeah, than, because um, the roof was open. Yeah, instead of who who's the guy who hit the other home run on the other team, on on the Astros was it um forgot who it was. Uh, when, I can't remember. But in any case, yeah, it was like a three run home run. But anyway. Like I mean, there's no excuse. I mean, there's, uh, who cares about excess velocity? As long as the ball goes out, that's all that matters. Yeah, you know, yeah, don't, that's don't, all that matters. don't use either, excuses. You know, like I said, even if he had hit that home run, and let's say the Yankees win, I think we would have mm-hmm. still lost that series regardless. Right. You know, because Astros they 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 won the next three games anyway. So mm-hmm. what's the point? The next two games anyway. So what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent right. So yeah, basically it's gonna be a big off season for the Yankees. Um, you know, if by some strange thing that they don't re-sign Judge, you know, they they are they're most likely gonna spread that money around for other players to try to you know rebuild that team. You know, well rebuild it to uh, you know a, a winner, not a re not a full blown rebuild, a retool, you could say. Do you think uh, Donaldson should return? Who returns? Donaldson. You know, they, they, they uh, make the trade for him. I don't think so. I don't think so. So yeah. they should He they looked should horrible at the plate. Um, mm-hmm. If they can try to trade him, yeah, that would be best because he didn't. I mean, his power numbers were not that bad this year, but, I mean, at times he just lost at the plate, especially in this series against the Astros. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, we need more contact hitters. That we what we need. We have we're loaded with too many power hitters on this team. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good to have power hitters, but when you have your whole lineup full of power hitters, it's not good. Right. I I hear you. I mean, that's the the kind of the opposite problem that the Mets have. It's like they have, you know, I guess in a sense, it's they they have guys who can't. They can't. They can't. Um, they can't. What you gonna call it? They can't um, um, put hits back to back together. You know what I mean? Like they're they're they were middle in the pack. They were like I think ranked 15 overall in baseball with you know home run rise. So they're not. You know what I mean? Like they they're kind of home run dependent, but you know they. They they don't have the power other than other than Lindor and um, Lindor Alonso. Um, I mean they did have a twenty twenty home run from um, Escobar, but that was when he got hot in September when he hit probably ten home runs that in that um, that month or so. But other than that, they didn't really. That's that's why I think you guys are going to try to make a run a judge. Yeah, I'm I'm like fifty fifty on that. I think they'll talk to him for sure, but well, it's not your say; it's it's the management say. So management is going to determine what they want to do. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, obviously, yeah. And I don't even know if they're going to even try to resign Degrom because you know Degrom's injury prone. I mean, they'll definitely try, but maybe Degrom's accident price might be too rich for Steve Cohen's blood. If that if that even do makes you, sense, you don't want Degrom back. I want Degrom back. You know he's okay. you know he's the best pitcher in, ba- in baseball when he's healthy. You have to you have to um, you have to take that risk because you know one you know I like Degrom personally as a pitcher and you know 
I want him to retire as a Met, you know. Yeah. And and you don't want what happened with Nolan Ryan after you got rid of him, you know, with with Nolan Ryan was a trade, of course. And he finds his form and, and, and you know, he, he pitches well. I mean, the problem, the only difference between Ryan and, and DeGrom, obviously, is um, DeGrom, he, he has masterful control of his, his stuff. But the problem is he can never stay healthy. These past couple of years, he's been injury prone. Whereas Nolan Ryan, he got healthy, you know, as soon as he got traded to the traded away from the Mets and, and became a Hall of Famer, you know. So hopefully, you know, hopefully they can resign the Grom and, you know, improve the offense. And um, whether it's, you know, signing Jose Abreu and putting him in DH or, um, you know, permanently finding a place for um, for Beatty, um, Alvarez, or, or Vientos, who they call up this um, this past year. Because, um, yeah, this team really needs some help, you know, um, bullpen-wise. Got to re-sign Diaz. Starting pitching, you know, they got to re-sign DeGrom. Um would be nice if they could if they could resign Bassett, but we will see what happens with that. And then the offense definitely needs to be improved. Um, Nemo, it would be nice for them to resign Nemo, but uh, who know? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, man. We're just we're just gonna have to figure out after the World Series. And speaking of which, the World Series, um, the Astros they blew a five nothing lead with Verlander on the mound. Um, and um yeah, Nola got his butt kicked. And then, you know, they the um the Phillies end up winning on uh JT Rio Muto uh home run for them to win the, 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 the first game of the World Series six five. And then afterwards, you know, the the um the Astros had a what, a five nothing lead again, uh, but they were able to hold on by the final score of five to one. Even though um, uh, Schweiber hit a ball that was initially called a home run, which would have been a two-run home run, and then you know they reviewed it, and then afterwards the very next pitch he got robbed of a two-run home run, which would have made it five-three, and but the the um, Astros was able to leave home, uh, splitting the series. So now now the series is is going to the city of brotherly love. So what you, what you think is going to go down? What's your thoughts on this whole uh, World Series? Uh, well, the, Ast- the the Astros are the favorite in this series by far. Mm-hmm. They should win it. But the Phillies have been pests mm-hmm. throughout this playoff run. I mean, mm-hmm. they beat the Braves. They beat the Padres. And now they're looking to beat, to beat the Astros. I think the uh, Phillies have a chance to pull off an upset and shock the world. I think they the will. They've been playing. And if you look at the Astros uh, World Series history, the last two teams they lost to have been National League East teams in the Nationals and the Braves. So they could most likely lose to the Phillies if they if they're not careful. And don't forget, 1986, when they were a National League team in LCS, they lost to the Mets, too. So. Oh, I, yeah, I know you're going to bring that. <laughs> this has nothing to do with 1986, man. Jeez. Well, they cheated. The Astros did cheat that year. 
The Astros did cheat, but they lost anyway. <laughs> but this, but this year's team, they, they, you know, there's no excuse they didn't cheat, to our knowledge. So, to our knowledge, that's right. Because <laughs> you can never say, you can never say definitively. Oh, no, they, they didn't cheat. And then you find out later on they did allegedly. I'm just saying, yeah. generally speaking, not. It's it's gonna be a great series, even though I'm not gonna watch it. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'll probably see the highlights, but. I don't really care. Oh yeah, for this Plus, series that much. The cards too. You know, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm pulling for the Phillies. The Phillies mm-hmm. can pull up that upset. Of course, you know, Met haters unite. <laughs> no, I just don't like the Astros. Well, yeah, fair enough. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of the Cardinals, Matt, um, Wayne Wright is coming back for another year. He's five one away from uh, two hundred wins, so nice. smart decision for him to to come back one you know one more year. Get that. And as of right now, as we uh, as of right now, uh, Yadier Molina and um, and Pujols is retired unless they change their mind as well. But um, yeah, I th- I agree with you. I think Phillies are going to win. Phillies shouldn't even be in the playoffs if it wasn't for this. Um, new format, and um, they're 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 basically taking the Marlins playbook, winning the wild card and uh, potentially going all the way. So yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. Yeah, they fought some they fought some tough teams. They 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 beat the they beat the Cardinals. They beat the you know, um, you know obviously their rival Braves, and then now the Padres. So yeah, they, the the you know say what you will, and I and you know, you know they're I hate the that, Phillies. They got hot at the right time. They got hot at the right time, man. You know they got hot at the right time where 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 it counts, and you know them firing Girardi, and um, promoting Thompson, who who rightfully so uh, they gave they they took the interim tag from him, and uh, and they gave him a, well, a multi year contract. So you know. Congrats to him. Well, well deserved to um, Rob Thompson for that. And uh, Keith Hernandez uh, admitted not too long ago, a few days ago, that you know he was joking that and that he will return to Philadelphia, you know, <laughs> next year. Even though the the Philly fans and the people and you know the Philly announcers and he got, he he got terrible. <laughs> yep. But that's if he resigns with the Mets because. Uh, Mets. That's one of the big Mets uh, free agent signings that they have to do too, as well. You know, you know, along with re-signing Diaz and Degrom and Nemo, they got re- they got re-sign Keith Hernandez for SNY because <laughs> that that trio, Gary Cohn, Ron Darling, and, and that's uh, more Keith SNY. Hernandez. That's not the Mets, right? Well, I know that, but I'm just saying they need to re-sign the, those guys. Those are the best. That's the best broadcasting. 3-0 in, in, in uh, baseball right there. So hopefully they could, uh, you know, re-sign them. But um, moving along from our favorite teams to the other favorite team that we have that we root for, and that's, of course, the New York Knicks. Knicks, you know, they've been playing well lately. Um, lost the first game against the Grizzly. Won three games in a row. Uh, then they then they have lost its last two. And most recently, they lost uh, earlier today against Donovan Mitchell, the guy. And I just want to say thank you, uh, Danny Ainge, 
thank you for <laughs> for doing this to us. For like the Knicks, Knicks haven't suffered enough. You know, we're one half away of of, of we're in our 50th anniversary of our last championship. A a a, a drought so long ago that not even good times was on TV. That's how long ago <laughs> the Knicks haven't won a championship. Thank you, thank you, Danny Ainge. Now we had we had to, I had to sit and watch this game with a player that should have been a Nick, a guy who grew up a Mets and a Nick fan. Hello. This guy was born to play for the Knicks. But no, this guy wanna be salty because he's a Celtic and apparently he got you know he got a little PO'd about, you know, the Knicks, um, you know, like Randall and people in the World Wide West attending the playoff game between the Jazz and the the Mavs. You know, was it the first round of the the last year's uh, playoff? And apparently, he got ticked off by that, and he screwed us out of out of a chance of having a a, a great talent in uh, Donovan Mitchell on this team. And sure enough, Donovan Mitchell, we we had at one point like a like a ten point lead at least in you know in the in the fourth quarter, and and in typical Knicks fashion. We blew it for a 120 and lost by the final score of 121 to 108. Donovan Mitchell, man, hitting hitting like a four point play. Kevin Love hit a four point play, and it, it was like in the same quarter too, if I'm not mistaken, in the fourth quarter. Um, yep. it was just man, he just he just torched us. 38 points, 12 for 20 shooting, eight for 13 downtown. And he just he just destroyed us, man. He just Kevin Love showed us no love. By 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 um, he should change his name to Kevin Hate because he he showed us no love t- today. Scoring twenty nine <laughs> points, shooting nine of fourteen, and he hit eight 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 for thirteen from downtown. And one of them was a, a three point, you know, a four point play as well as, as I just mentioned. The Mets, I mean, not the Mets, the Knicks, which, I mean, they're interchangeable when you think about it. They both wear orange and blue, and they both only won two titles, you know. So they're, they're pretty much interchangeable, and I love both of them. Go fig. Um, but, yeah, the Knicks, they went 10 for 27 from downtown, so that clearly killed them, you know, in that in the game. And uh, I guess the only bright spot you could think, I could think of is really um, – Isaiah um, Hartenstein, you know, scoring 12 points on a 6 of 10 shooting uh, to go along with nine rebounds. Um, but, yeah, man, they just destroyed us. Our defense uh, needs to thoughts? improve. Our defense at, so far has not looked good at times. Mm-hmm. It has to get better. And, um, I mean, I like uh, Brunson. He's turning out to be a pure point guard that we've been looking for for years now. You know, I, I like how he directs the offense and gets, you know, everyone involved. Um, you know, that one game at MSG where he had, I think, 16 assists, was it? I forget what game was that. Um, but he's been good so far for us, I think. Uh, but we have to improve on defense, man. We have to stop giving it open shots, especially in the second half. Uh, we have to get back on transition and um, – um, Mitch Robinson has been playing good defense in the paint, mm-hmm. in the blocking shots. But um, interior defense, we need to get better on that as well. So um, 
that's the improvement that we need to make. And uh, I would like to see more bench scoring also. I know mm-hmm. we're playing Cam Reddish more. Mm-hmm. Rose is back. He's helping out. But this um, Isaiah, you know, Isaiah Hartenstein guy, I want to mm-hmm. see him play more. Mm-hmm. Give him more minutes. Yeah, Give man. Give you... more minutes, you know? Yeah, man. If you, want to, if you wanted to build a perfect backup center, you know, a guy who could, you know, who plays hard, who can knock down a three, you know, you don't build, you don't, you don't, you don't go up to Mary Shelley and and, and you know make Frankenstein. You you <laughs> what you do is go into free agency and sign Isaiah Hardenstein because this dude <laughs> yeah. is, is 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 a monster among men like Braun Strowman right here. Yeah, yeah, I want to see him uh, get more minutes. You know? Him topping for sure. I want to see them play more. Yeah, play more minutes for sure. Definitely. But yeah, Mitch now- Robinson as defense. As good as he is defensively, offensively, you're not going to get much from Mitchell Robinson, which is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, unfortunately a weak point of his game. Mm-hmm. So um, if we get some uh, offense from Hartenstein and Obi, you know, I think mm-hmm. we should be good. But those guys are going to need to get more minutes. Mm-hmm. Playing, um, you know, uh, Reddish more. Yeah. Yeah, I you like know. Reddish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know there's some trade rumors. But uh, you know, I think we should keep him. Guy's young, athletic, brings the brings the energy off the bench. You know, we definitely he should definitely be part of the Knicks uh future going mm-hmm. forward. And hey man, like I like I like I was saying, man, you know, I can admit when I'm wrong. Um and you know, for for this whole past year I've been saying, man, trade Randall. Trade you know, trade Randall. You've been you know. saying that for the last three years, I think. No, well, before uh, you know the way they went to the playoffs, you wanted to trade them. Okay, maybe you that's possible. the other Knicks fans. It's possible. It, you know, it's it, you know, it's possible. I, I probably did say that. You did, but I had to say why? I mean, <laughs> who would you get in return? But yeah, for sure, last year I, I I definitely want him out of town. But you know, props to him. You know he. You know he's committed. He, you know he's not having the ball in his hand all the time, thanks to Bronson. And you know he showed up. He lost some weight, and you know he's, you know he's he's putting in the work. You know, so you know I'll admit. You know, I, I and like I said, I was, I want to be proved wrong. So so far, I know the season's still still young. You know, the season's still you know young. We're, we're what three and two now, so. No, actually, with with three and three, three and three, I should say, yeah, because we lost uh, to the Cavs. So, you know, props to him. He, you know, he's, you know, he's committed to try to help the team win. Um, so you know, hopefully, hopefully he can keep it up. But now there's rumors coming out that, and and like you said, you, I, I admit I was wrong. I wanted him to trade it for around Westbrook, you know, to get rid of that contract. You know, get rid of the Randall contract, and you know, and free up space for Toppin to start. But now there's new rumors that now the the Lakers want to trade um, Westbrook because obviously they've been horrible. Last time I checked, they were like on five in um, in the season. And um, congrats to LeBron James um, uh, passing Carmelo. You know, congrats. for having the the more the most twenty point games, um, you know, in NBA history. So congrats to him. Obviously, he's looking to 
for the ultimate goal of uh, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer. But um, yeah, back to the to the Lakers. They want to trade Westbrook and two first-round picks uh, for um, Evan Fournier, Cam Reddish, and Derrick Rose. So I'm guessing you would still turn down that trade. For Cam Reddish, Evan Fournier, and draft picks? No, and um, Derrick Rose. But here's the thing: if we get here's the thing: if we trade for Westbrook, we're giving up future draft picks. No, actually, they're giving up two two draft picks. I don't think. Oh, they're giving up draft in the, picks. In the in the two scenarios I saw, I don't think. In the scenario I saw, they're the one that's giving two first round picks, and we're giving up. Fournier, Rose, and um, Reddish. Hmm, actually, that, that wouldn't be a bad trade. Although I like Reddish, though. You know, I don't want to give him up. But if we can do that deal, hey, I'm for it. But the question you have to ask yourself: How much does Westbrook have left? Because he he's older, and I mean, this is not the same Westbrook that we saw five years ago. Oh know? yeah, of course. This is an older player that's. His shot selection is not that good right now. Um, he has been known to be to be a bit selfish offensively, and I don't know how how he would get along with some of these other players chemistry wise on the floor. They might they might just uh, if this trade does happen, I think they would just release him. I don't I just, I just can't see. But why them. why would you do that and then release him? That, that doesn't make any sense. I, so we're gonna I give mean, so pretty much we're gonna give Reddish and, and Fournier and Rose away for nothing for for draft picks. I think that, that doesn't make any sense. I think no, that, that, I mean, I'm not it, doing it then. If you, if you just gonna release it, that's stupid. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I mean, if you if you are going to make the trade, you should at least see what he has in the tank. I mean, there should be less pressure on him because, you know, you're going to have you're going to have Brunson have the ball, you know, and you can make him be more of a natural scorer. You know, he doesn't need the ball in his hand. There'll be less pressure on him because we know he's not the same guy that he used to be. And you get two first-round picks, and I would assume since the Lakers are horrible, that if it's Though you know, I assume it would be the first round pick that they have right now, or maybe it could be another pick that they have from somebody else. You know, if it is their pick, their own personal pick, you know, that they didn't take from someone else in a draft, that would be a pretty high pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, Knicks, you know, Knicks have a history of getting players past their prime. Mm-hmm. We just have a history of doing it. Yeah, Why we can't we players- ever stop. The problem is we get players past their prime, but when we have play, players in their prime that we could get, we can't, we couldn't, we we, we don't do the trades. Like right. going back to like back in the days, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he wanted to get traded to the Knicks. They didn't want to trade them. They didn't want to trade for him because of, you know they felt like you know they were still in this you know in the seventies that they you know they felt I guess they they could win another title without him, and the rest is history. And then around that same time, Will Chamberlain. You know, he, he retired, and he wanted to come back and actually play for the Knicks, but the Lakers vetoed that, that move of him coming back because I guess they still had the the rights to his contract somehow. So that didn't happen. And then the uh, uh, even bigger move, they could have they traded for um, Dr. J. But instead, they didn't want to take his salary, 
and then he got traded to the to the Nets and won the won the um you know won the ABA title or titles, and then he he went to the um back to um he went to um Philadelphia and won the title with them in what eighty three. So those those are like three at least three Hall of Fame players that we could have got that could have changed the fortune of the Knicks and they didn't even go. And this is just the seventies, and we didn't do anything. So that's that's the. It's either we we get someone past their prime, or we don't we don't we don't strike while the iron is hot and and go after a, a player like that. And maybe Donovan Mitchell might be another guy, because apparently he's starting to play defense now. And and look at the the um the 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 Cavaliers are five and one now. Yeah. And the mess up thing is is that you know now the Knicks have to try to avoid their three game um, losing streak. When they face the Atlanta Hawks, which of course has um, our our new rival um, Trey Young, so we'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah, shifting gears, um, yeah, man, the Jets, the Jets, they had a horrible game. Um, they face, you know, Mac Jones, you know, also known as my co-host right now. You know, <laughs> you know they. They got their, you know, they were riding high. They had a three-game winning streak. Um, you guys can never beat the Patriots. That's no, like, we can't. We can't. Wow. We, we, when was the last time you guys beat the Patriots? Oh my goodness, uh, I'm trying to remember. Go back years ago. Yeah, definitely years ago for sure. We, I, this this team, man. We can. We we just can't. We just can't beat the. We just can't beat the Patriots, man. It's 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 a joke. Yeah. Talk about domination. Yep. Yeah, we lost final score twenty two seventeen. Um what was I gonna say? Um yeah, he had he, man it, you know, um yeah, he threw three interceptions. He he threw um um you know, Zach Wilson, you know, he, he threw for um he, he he threw two touchdowns, but you know obviously the three um, the three uh, turnovers were, were uh, you know interceptions were, were were costly, and um, you know the Jets lost by the final score of um, twenty two to seventeen, and you know the Jets they were riding high they won three in a row prior to that, but. Um, now they now they gotta regroup. I mean they you know they had you know they had big wins against the Broncos, the Packers, uh they bludgeoned the Dolphins um a few weeks ago, forty to seventeen. Steelers yeah, they 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 won like like four in a row. Um but you know, the Patriots man, they just they just have the number, man. They just no matter what they do, man, they just they just can't beat the Patriots, man. It's like no matter who they like, they could put a Bill Belichick could put a scarecrow out there, or or um, Bernie from weekend weekends at Bernie as a quarterback, and they still would they still would lose to them. Like, it don't matter what stiff they put a, put a, put you know behind center, they'll just whoop up behind. It's it's, it's a joke. Like yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Well, it didn't help losing Brees Hall the rest of the season. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he is having a very good year. Oh yeah, as a rookie, but 
unfortunately, uh, loss for the year. And uh, mm-hmm. you know the guys are going to have to pick up the slack. Yeah, man, he looked he looked he looked like a rookie out there, super rookie. Mm-hmm. And and then another big test is now he's gonna have to host the Buffalo Bills um, this Sunday, and then after the bye week, face the 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 Patriots again, but this time in New England. So that's gonna be that's gonna be even that's gonna be even tougher. So. Yeah, man, and and uh, you know, congrats to the, the Brooklyn Shaw Ferguson, you know, um, getting inducted to the Jets Hall of Fame. You know, before you know, um, you know, I think at halftime of the game. So congrats to him. Um, but yeah, they really they really could have used him defensively. But yeah, man, that Patriots man, they just they just have our number, man. Okay, yeah. what can you say? So yeah, pro- um, yeah. Hopefully they can rebound and and win these couple of um, pivotal uh, AFC East games uh, because yeah, the seasons you know this ain't baseball. You know this this season goes by re- really quick. So yeah, we'll see what happens. And then moving on to your Giants. Um, yeah, they they also um, faced a tough loss against um, the Seahawks, and they made Geno Smith, you know, live up to his potential. Now, now the the you know the Giants fall to six and two, and the the um, the Seahawks improved to five and three. Yeah, what what's your thoughts on um, you know the the Giants today? Yeah, a tough loss. Um... The Seahawks, they played the better football than the Giants. Giants looked like they were asleep out there. Offensively, they couldn't get anything going for most of the game. Um, defense played okay for the most part. But, I mean, Geno Smith, he's been playing good all year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just this game. I mean, he's been, he's been doing a pretty solid job replacing um, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So uh, from props to him, former New York Jet, but um, and Giant, and Giant, but you know he spent most of his career with the Jets. But yeah, no, Gino uh, props to him. You know he's been doing a great job as as the quarterback of the Seahawks this year. And uh, Kenneth Walker, the running back for the Seahawks, I like it. I like his game. He's a rookie, but he's proving to be uh, one of the uh, top rookies in the NFL right now. So he had a touchdown today um, and a touchdown throw to Tyler Lockett pretty much broke our back, you know, in this game. But uh, offensively, we got to do better, you know, especially in the first half. We got to get it going because it always seems like the offense doesn't score until the second half. That's been the story all year where we come back in the second half and that has to stop. We have to get the offense going early. Um, But other than that, you know, we have a bye week next week, so we just have to come back from the break and have a much better performance today. You know, we're still six and two atop the NFC East. You know, with the Cowboys, and of course you got the Eagles who are still undefeated. I think they're what seven and zero right now. So, here Giants, uh, they just have to move on from this. 
you know, don't dwell in it too much. Just come back from the bye bigger and stronger, you know. Having a very good season so far. Six and two, I'll take it at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, Geno Smith, uh, you know, basically said that, you know, he's ha- uh, you know, he's ha- I'm happy here to be in Seattle. I spent one year with Giants. This year to me, th- I mean, that year to me was like a blur, and my life has moved on from them. I don't have any remorse towards anybody there. In fact, to me, this game was for Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese. They believed in me. So as far as any other thing, I don't really care for it. I'm happy here in Seattle. It's like a family here. It feels like home, and I'm just enjoying my time here and continuing to work hard with these guys and just trying to be the best we can be. End quote. Yeah, man. He, he, I mean, you could you clearly see that. Like, he's finally putting it together, you know, the, the potential that he had, you know, when he was with the Jets. And, and that one year he was with the Giants, and now he's he's – um. You know he has his chance to to soar as a Seahawk. So good luck, good luck with him. Um, and then going back, um, I guess going back to the to to basketball. Yeah, what, what's your thoughts on on the Nets' uh, slow start? Slow start. Um, uh, well, I don't know what to make of it. You have a lot of talented guys on that team. But for some reason, they're not playing like they should be playing. I mean, um, and I'm not talking about Durant and Irving. They're doing their part. But you have other guys like Ben Simmons, who really hasn't done much in these six games so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely got a step because they traded for him for a reason. And I know he's right now scared to shoot. Scared mm-hmm. to shoot the ball. I mean, you got celebrities like Cameron ro- roasting him. <laughs> right now online. So he's got to get it together, man, because um, Nets are going to regret making that trade. But the Nets overall, mm-hmm. they got to play better as a team. I mean, they're looking worse than the Knicks, which mm-hmm. which is very surprising. Mm-hmm. And they got a, they got the two better players on their team. You know, um, yeah, basically, um, you know, Mercurian, you know, you know, destroyed them for 32 points. Halliburton scored 26, 26 and 8, 26 points, 8, eight uh, assists with, with six rebounds. Yeah, they they got destroyed by the um the Pacers um yesterday uh, by the final score of 125 to 116. Yeah, the Lake the 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 um the the Nets are almost as bad as the Lakers, man. One in five. You know, it's um, – yeah, man, there's no – do you think Steve Nash should get fired? Um, wow. If they don't – if they don't make the playoffs or they fail in the – if they have a first-round exit, yes, he should be let go after this season. But I think I've, give him a chance right now. Too early. What about they're they're, like, really knocked out of it midway in the season? Should they fire him? No, I think you should still wait because mm-hmm. they have too much talent. They can turn around any at a blink of an eye. So I don't think we should panic yet. Don't be like the Knicks. <laughs> All right. So yeah, 
I mean, he should definitely be on. He should definitely be on. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the 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 hot the hot seat for sure. Um, yeah, as of right now, the Lakers are losing seventy four to seventy, but it's in the third quarter, so they might they they might potentially lose six go zero and six, but it's still early. And um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the um the Rangers they they won uh by the final score um in Phoenix. So uh you know congrats to them. Um, what was I gonna say? But um yeah let's let's shift gears to um. To um, what was I gonna say? To, to wrestling. Um, yeah. Before we go into give our our predictions for the um the crown rule the crown jewel pay per view event. Yeah, there yeah there was a big event on uh, uh you know uh, on um AEW. Basically um, you know they they announced that it's official. John Moxley is gonna be fighting against MJF. At an upcoming uh, pay-per-view event um, for AEW, um, but yeah, as a result, um, MJF um, cut a promo with Renee. Remember Renee Young, but now she's going by her, you know, her her real name, Renee uh, Paquette, however you, you pronounce her name. You know, she, you know, she recently um, joined AEW, so. Um, basically, MJF is going to be fighting her husband, John Moxley, for the title. And he was with this um, group called The Firm. And MJF, you know, he's been, you know, like arguably the top heel of AEW for a while. But he's been sho- he's been showing some signs that he he might go babyface or he might be um, tricking the fans of that. So he he wanted to be um, MJF. He wanted to, he wanted to be MJF. I mean not he, not MJF. He wanted to be Moxley, uh, fair and square. Um, you know he wanted to, he wanted to beat him fair and square at the upcoming event on um, on uh, full gear, which is going to be November nineteen, uh, because he's going to cash in his chip. Which you know, basically their version of the Money in the Bank, that he, that he he won that that uh that match. Um, so he's gonna he, he promised that he wanted to fight him fair and square. So John Moxley had defeated Pentagon so that he could be the um so he 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 beat Pentagon to defend his title. So now since MJF is the 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 um the number one contender, instead of cashing in, um you know like how typical um heels do with the money in the bank he he said in advance that he he's going to he's going to cash in at at full gear um on November 19th so he he um he promised that he wasn't going to use his his group the firm to defeat them but what happened was during on uh, on um on dynamite they um Stokely Com Stokely um uh what's his name again? Stokely 
Stokely, I forgot his name. But he basically they they um they supposedly broke the the promise that they weren't gonna interfere after the match and attack John Moxley because MJF said he wanted to fight him fair and square and beat him fair and square. Because William Regal, I don't know if you remember, they, William Regal and him cut a promo about how, um, you know, when he was trying out for WWE, one of the peoples that saw him, uh, you know, try out was William Regal. So for several weeks or months, he was getting advice from William Regal. And one day, William Regal just, like, I guess, you know, played him and, and, and uh, you know, basically um, gave him tough love without him knowing it, you know, basically cut him off. And he, and he carried that chip on his shoulder for years and had a resentment over it. So he cut that, like, you know, epic promo on him like a, a few weeks ago. So then, um, so basically, he's been trying to prove himself that he, that he can, you know, that he could do it on his own, without any help. So uh, on uh, Dynamite, he got a, he got attacked. They they broke the promise. They attacked um, Moxley. You know, they had um, uh, William Morrissey, who used to be known as Big Cass, Ethan Page, and all these other guys. You know, attack. John Moxley, and then MJF was conflicted whether or not if he should um, help out or not because obviously it's in his best interest that Moxley gets hurt. But I guess part of him wanted to see him see if he could beat him fair and square. He wanted to prove that he could beat him fair and square. So then he ended up, you know, helping Moxley after he was, you know, Moxley was beat up and he got beat up and and put through a table by. Uh, William Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass. So that's how, um, you know, that's how basically um, the, um, what was I going to say? That's how um, Dynamite ended. Um, And then apparently on uh, Rampage, um, what was I going to say? Um... A Billy Gunn, he got kidnapped. So, um, so yeah, so here's here's basically what happened on Rampage. John Moxley defeated Matt Menard, uh, to to retain the title. Um, he, um, you know, Matt Menard, um, basically was trying to get a future title shot. Um, so as a result, Moxley's gonna you know, face Lee Moriarty, one of the people from the firm who attacked him. And um, basically, um, you know, Stokely Hathaway, you know, was boasting about, you know, the firm attacking uh, Moxley. And, um, you know, uh, Keith Lee defeated Sir, uh, Sir Petrico, Ty Mello defeated Madison Rain. Wardlow defeated Matt Taven to retain the TNT Championship. And, um, yeah, that's basically all the major stuff that happened with AEW. But, yeah, shifting gears to um, to um, WWE. Um, Emma returned 
first time in five years. You know, congrats to her. You know, but you know, she did lose to um to um to uh, Ronda Rousey on Friday. But the biggest thing was um was that the promo, the Usi promo that um that uh, Sammy Sammy Zayn you know cut with the with the bloodline. But yeah, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, the, the, there's some infighting going on between uh, was it, is it Jay Uso? Yeah, so infighting going on. I find that uh, interesting. But uh, Sami Zayn is. I wonder if uh, Roman Reigns is going to make Sami Zayn chief chief of command or like a lieutenant or something, you know, to keep that's the Usos in line. So it looks like that's that's the way it's headed. That's what it looks like it is right now. Because all yeah. the all the all the bloodline people are cool with him except for um for um for Jay. Yeah. Yeah, Jay Jay's the only one who's not down with him. Yeah. You know, and the on the thing and then and then Jay Jay you know got PO'd and and you know said that, you know, um he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the the look that Roman Reigns gave was priceless. <laughs> like, yeah. like he deserved the Oscar just for that. And and, and Sami Zayn as well, man. Sami Zayn, man. He's he's as weird as it sounds, man. He's been the un, the um the um what's the word I'm looking for? The um unsung hero of of the bloodline, man. He yeah. might even be the MVP of the bloodline, and and Roman Reigns is the undisputed champion, like. Well, Sami Zayn is really, really over with the crowd. Yeah, I mean he's always been popular with the fandom, but man, he—he's, my goodness, he's, you know, I mean he—he—he's like a, a modern day Mick Foley right now. Like he's like the 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 lovable loser who you know you're rooting for, especially when they eventually turn on him. Yeah. Let's just hope that he could him and Kevin Owens has had a plan all along, and he turns on them, and this could ho- hopefully, you know, make Sami Zayn a main event type of guy in the future once they eventually break up. But um, yeah, but oh yeah, and then uh, Bray Wyatt cut a promo, and Uncle Duty made his debut. Uncle Howdy, I should say. And many people are speculating, and and myself, you know, we believe that Uncle Duty, Uncle Howdy, is really uh, Bo Dallas, because uh, Uncle Uncle Howdy has has the same type of cross earring that um, Bo Dallas has, apparently. Um, but we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Interesting. What was your thoughts on Emma coming back after five year hiatus? Yeah, I think uh, I remember last time when she tried to come back, they tried to change her gimmick. That didn't work mm-hmm. out. So um, we'll see how this uh, how what happens this time around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy that she's back. Yeah. Wow. The only thing that would make her entrance better is if they would give her the old school song. Yeah, but then the happy go lucky thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, you know, it's good to see her back. And uh, you know, reportedly WWE is uh, under Triple H is um, is definitely looking to bring more people back. So I mean, that's a great thing. Once it, you know, they start doing that, it's you know, it's definitely injected some buzz around WWE because a lot of people who shouldn't have been cut are are finally getting back in WWE. So. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But yes, we can. What's what's happening? Let's uh, let's talk about this uh, pay-per-view event. The Usos, J U C Uso, and and Jimmy Uso will be def- will be battling the battling brutes. Um, I'm picking the Usos to retain. I'll go with the Usos as well. Mm-hmm. So Ridge Holland and Butch will lose this match. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. I think Bianca will retain again. Well, Bianca as well. And that will be a last woman standing match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Next, we have Braun Strowman versus Omos with MVP at his corner. Um, hmm. I think Braun Strowman might. I think Braun Strowman will win. I, I don't think they're pushing Omos as much as they were before. So she was Strowman back now. Yeah, I think he's gonna. The Braun Strowman's gonna was is gonna win that match. Drew McIntyre versus Karen Cross in a steel cage match. Um, oh, Cross. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll go with Cross as well. The match I'm more mostly interested in is Brock Lesnar versus Lashley. Um, I'm gonna say Lashley, man, because I mean he needs he needs his W again. He needs his W again. About I'm you? gonna go. With, um, I'm gonna go with Lesnar. Yeah, I, re- I realistically can see Lesnar winning, but I mean they gotta give Lashley this W again. But we, more more likely it'll be Lesnar, but I'm picking Lashley to win this. Then you have O.C., Styles, Gallo, and Anderson versus Judgment Day, uh, Balor, Priest, and uh, Mysterio, uh, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, I'm picking, I'm picking Judgment Day to win this. Yeah, me too. And Dominic, and Dominic to win. Dominic to uh, get the victory. Yeah, no judgment day. Thanks to Rhea Ripley, and then they like they like they spoke on Raw. They have to address the Ripley um situ uh, problem because she's she basically attacked all three of them, and you know obviously this isn't old school WWE where you know the Attitude Era where you know dudes would put their hands on you know China or you know somebody of that effect. So I'm guessing they're gonna have to find a you know they're gonna have to find a, a lady to join their group. Yeah, to deal with her, to to be the equalizer. Hey, maybe Queen Latifah. She's she's in the the equalizer show. <laughs> maybe you know she could bring you and ITY. You know, on um uh, Rhea Ripley. Who knows? Hey, they love stars, so that might be a possibility. But uh, last but not least, you got Roman Reigns versus um Logan Paul. For the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Nope, he's. Let's be real. He's he's not David Arquette. 
So they're not going to have a surprise uh, celebrity championship victory um, like it's WCW in the in the what the late nineties, early two thousands. So unless they're promoting um, Ready to Rumble two, starring Logan Paul <laughs> and the Miz, maybe for all we know. Other than that, I don't see Logan Paul winning this. I'm gonna work Roman Reigns. I'm I'm in total agreement with you, right there. Roman Reigns will retain it, and um, yeah, that's that. And then I guess it'll lead to Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again, <laughs> Survivor Series probably. For all we know. Um, well, I guess with that, that's that's all we we gotta. You know, we we have to say. Is there anything you'd like to say before we uh, ride off to the sunset? Uh, check out my show, IMAC, come up here shortly. And you guys, come back here, check out Sports Over Legend every Saturday at 11. Only about talk radio. And enjoy your Halloween. All right. You're the guy. Check out his show, IMAC, coming up uh, very shortly. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Over Legend TV. And come back next week, uh, next Saturday at 11. It's regular time and date. And check out uh, Sports of the Legend with me, William Ramo, and Macaulay Matthew. So uh, thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for, um, you know, watching the show. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.